successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening to Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Appreciate you also listening online. Uh, on our podcast page at grillnationshow.com. You can always connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Great show. So we're going to have a great show today. Um, we have one of our partners and supporters of Grill Nation in studio today, Two West Advisors, Ryan Rink. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. It's great to be here. It's been a while. It's been a while. So we were going to do this more often. I know. You've been a busy man. Choice. <laughs> made some choices since I left. Yes, but you've been, uh, business is good. Business is good, man. I uh, I miss being on the radio because, you know, Laura and I did it for six years. And um, really what happened was her company started going in a different direction in a good way, and so did mine, and it was just time, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, excited to support. You said a very support. fun show. That was a stitch, man. Dude, I, I think we – so it's called Live with Rink and Laura, and I'm speaking about Laura McKnight. And I think we interviewed over the six years we did that weekly show, like 180 local entrepreneurs or philanthropic C-level type folks just hearing their story and – and just basically celebrating how awesome Kansas City is, because I'm like you, a Kansas yeah. City kid, Northlander, mm-hmm. which I've... You've now moved to Kansas. <laughs> I never I thought I'd downtown. say... I moved downtown, though. You I'm did? I see Missouri downtown now. Oh, good for so you. So my, my car insurance went up, my uh, taxes went up, <laughs> you know, just, yours went down, but... Uh, Mine went down, go. but then in Kansas, you can't buy wine at Price Chopper, <laughs> so I call that a budget buster, because I used to fake go get coffee, and then I'd get some wine, and then yeah, just right. hide it in the grocery bill. It's so weird. You can't do you that. All of a sudden, Nancy's like... Well, there's no, there's no, there's no uh, liquor in there. It's horrible. Beer. I know. So now on the budget, it says Valley View Wine and Liquor Valley. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan so. Rinks here from Two West Advisors. I also want to mention uh, some of our other partners and supporters of Grill Nation Trust. Bank of Kansas City are two of them, and I know you have a big relationship with them too, Ryan. Yeah, I love Viazoli and uh, what Stephen Chandler are doing over at Trust and Bank of Kansas City. Yes, it's a good group. Yeah, um, awesome. You want to pitch anything for your... Uh, your business real quick, what you do? No, not really. You can okay. go to my website, 2Scompanies.com. It'll tell you everything you need to do. Okay, good, good. Well, I want to, I want to talk about our show today. We're going to have... Um, I want to pitch. No. Yeah, I, I, you know, I offer that to everyone. You know. I appreciate it. People want to know what you do. Um, this show today, we're going to have Michael Lawrence, who's the CEO of uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Kansas City. Uh, we've had him on when I was the Entrepreneur KC show, I think, a couple of years ago. So it's good to have him back. We're also going to have on Sean Edwards from Fox 4. Uh, funny guy, movie critic there, has an interesting life. Ryan has not met him yet, so we'll have him on to to talk about the Oscars coming up and also uh, talk about some movies we should be seeing. He's seen pretty much every movie. He goes out to California every other week and interviews celebrities. He's got a kind of a cool story, and he can tell us who are his favorites and who are not his favorites. So we're cool. going to have Sean Edwards on the show in the as well. So uh, let's start off the show today with uh, Michael Lawrence from uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters. Welcome to Girl Nation, Michael. Hey, thanks for the opportunity. 
So, uh, what's going on these days? You guys are staying busy over there, aren't you? We are staying busy. You know, we moved into our new building last year, and uh, it's just been remarkable for our agency. Uh, had over 4,000 visitors to our building to learn about our mission, uh, and volunteerism was up 18%. And I uh, always have to stop and brag on our team. We have an amazing staff. Uh, over the last seven years, we're the fastest-growing Big Brothers Big Sisters agency in America. And out of the 350 national affiliates, our agency, three out of the last five years, has been recognized as the number one Big Brothers Big Sisters program in America. And that's all about uh, this community. Uh, Kansas City is a, a great place. If you're going to be in the nonprofit uh, world and help children, this is a great city to do that in. Yeah, and you've been there for a while, haven't you? This is, this is, yeah, you've tw- led this, led 24 this organization. years, 24 years is, uh, yeah, coming up here in a few weeks. Um, yeah, I started out. Working directly with the children and families, moved into special event fundraising, then took over as the CEO eight years ago. You guys have uh, moved to the crossroads, right? Yes, 17th and Walnut, uh, downtown crossroads, and love the neighborhood. You've got a, you got a rooftop out here, right, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> this building is off the hook, and uh, it's got state-of-the-art auditorium that people can come in and use. We've got an unbelievable space upstairs, the technology that's been put into it is state-of-the-art, and then, of course, who doesn't like a rooftop? Because that's where we can, you know, bring constituents in and sure. let them showcase themselves and enter into what we're doing at Biggs. Yeah, it's cool. So um, talk to me about, you mentioned a lot of the growth that you guys have had. I mean, how has that changed just in, like, the last five years? Because I've noticed that more of a change. You know, I've, I met you probably, shoot, I'm getting old now, about seven, eight years ago. I was in the, the, the uh, sexy singles auction. Right? Oh, that's right. Um yeah, back we've in the changed day. that name, by the way. Yeah, That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a little two, bit more appropriate. Two thousand more diverse crowd. The two thousand seven cover cover man, right here. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so so uh, it's it's grown since then a lot. Yeah, a lot. Uh, I can give you some of the some of the highlights. In in two thousand eight, we made a commitment to really change the way we um, communicate to our stakeholders and uh, update our brand and our our image in Kansas City. Uh, so we did something unique uh, in two thousand eight. We stopped printing. Uh, so no newsletters, no annual reports, no uh, printed invitations. And we moved everyone into a uh, electronic communication, basically. And today we have 125,000 opted-in followers mm. who we can communicate with instantly. So we can now mobilize that group. Uh, additionally, you know, we were early adopters of uh, all forms of social media. And today we have 18,000 daily followers through social media. So we just uh, changed the way we reach uh, our, our followers in Kansas City. And we really wanted this to be not like your parents' nonprofit, right? Mm-hmm. We wanted this to be a young, fresh, uh, innovative nonprofit that's relevant in Kansas City. Even though we're a 50-year-old organization, we want to be relevant today. Yeah, and talk to me about some of the the things you guys do, the big events you have, because that's that's kind of where I people that aren't involved and maybe aren't a big see social, on social media. You yeah, absolutely. Huge events. You know, we have a, a golf tournament that is unlike any golf tournament in Kansas City. It, it is very... Uh, very have played cool. it? I have not played it, but um, we we did a deal with Sock 101 a few years ago. But I mean, it's oh, all right. it's always at it's always at one of the finer golf institutions, and it's you guys have all kinds of yeah, crazy it's, cool it's stuff. It's certainly over the top, and it's client entertainment golf put on by Big Brothers Big Sisters. Uh, so we sell out six thousand dollars a team. Uh, we sell seventy two teams and have a wait list. And these uh, uh, participants, the sponsors, are are paying for this out of their client entertainment dollars or their marketing dollars, not out of their philanthropic dollars. That's very competitive, but it's over the top. It's uh, certainly extreme. Uh, we, you know, we detail every car while the golfers are playing. We go through a Nike gift salon with uh, shoes, clubs, 
hats, sunglasses, uh, pullovers, all of that. We have tailors on site, tailor fit everyone for a pair of slacks that are ready for them to come off the course. Uh, we do pre-golf amenities like hot towel shaves and uh, pre-golf massage. Diebel uh, shows up with cigars. Yeah, unlimited cigars all day. Uh, every foursome has a concierge to make sure they have a great day. So at the end of the day, we, we load all these gifts into their freshly detailed car and send everyone home with a fresh bouquet of flowers to say thank you for uh, uh, spending a day with us on the course. So it's, so uh, it's, year, it's Ryan, the top. I'm going to be at Ryan's foursome so I can break into his cool well, friends. Well, the, the brilliance of this, who pays six grand for a golf tournament? Most of these golf tournaments are like 500 but it's sold out every year because of the way that they've set it up. Uh, this will be our sixth year at Two West doing wow. it. And we literally use it the way Michael said. It comes out of our entertainment money. We bring in clients mm-hmm. and prospects to give them a day that they can't typically get on their own or wouldn't choose to. And I can't tell you the return on investment that 2S has gotten. It takes you away from the hustle and bustle and the grind every day of work, doesn't it? Oh, it's just an escape that you just can't measure it. It's it's unbelievable. We're talking to Michael Lawrence, CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Kansas City. Uh, very cool stuff they're doing over there. We're going to be right back after the break with more with him. And uh, hopefully we'll get some good stories out of Ryan Rink on some of the other things that uh, you two have done together over the years. You're listening to Grill Nation on Talk 980 AM and on Talk980AM.com. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man on a wire. Can't stop laughing but I don't. I'm going crazy though. TV and the radio been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill, on 980 AM and talk980am.com. Connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Also, you can connect with us on iTunes as well, and uh, love to hear from you. Ryan Rink, Two West Advisors, guest host and contributor to Grill Nation. Partner is on the show with me today. How are you, Ryan? Happy. What are you up to these days? Oh, uh, wow. Uh, since I've left last June. You're putting on suits now, I hear. I do. We had a uh, <laughs> two West made hay and got recognized for, you know, my industry is full. Of, it's, it's the financial services industry, specifically like retirement plans, is notorious for uh, not being very transparent. And, um, it really just comes down to money. The more money you have in life, the better stuff you get. That's just how it works. It's no different than if you and I have the same everything in life other than you've got a better credit score, who's going to get a better deal, you or me? Well, you are, and that's how it works. And so where we were recognized in the early days of 2 West was bringing that big consulting model down to the small space, um, you know, the $10, $15, 20000000 million retirement plan space. And uh, it's been great. You know, it's gotten us to where we are today. And then we had an opportunity um, – to move into what I call the social sector, the not-for-profit sector, which is completely different than the for-profit sector. There's just, they're 10 years behind due to probably lack of competition, lack of capitalism. And so, uh, yeah, I have to wear suits all the time now because I'm <laughs> hanging out with doctors and presidents and fancy folks across the country because uh, we became the official investment advisor, Two West did, uh, last October to the NAIA school system, wow. which is a park and Benedictine and Bakers, but there's 250 of them across the country. Right. And it's the same story. They all have little money. They're under budgeted, understaffed. And so we've created some opportunities for them to come together and do some, some things. So yeah, dude, it's crazy. Um, not for what profit. You do I'm fa- hanging out with doctors. What you, do <laughs> is, what you do is fascinating to me because it's, uh, you're right there. You just feel like you don't know. You never know what's going into it as a person who hires someone to do this. Well, it's fun because, 
you know, I've worked a lot with Michael Lawrence, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, former board, former big, still a constituent to the uh, institution. So now I've kind of aligned both my passion for that and for helping people that serve others for a living through, Mm -hmm. you know, working in higher education. Right. And uh, so really, if it's for me personally, anyway, the company still does what we used to do. But me personally, if you're focused on that other stuff, if it's a if it's not not for profit, I I don't really mess with it anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm in the social sector. It's funny because they value us more like it's different. I mean, people that serve other people for a living, they just they tend to like you and they value you versus, Mm -hmm. you know, versus a vendor and a little bit more fickle. And, you know, so it's Mm -hmm. cool. Michael Lawrence, uh, CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Kansas City. You guys, how'd you guys meet? I'm curious to that because uh, was it at a Chiefs game or how'd that how'd that go down? Do you remember? And Bo, Bo Gavea, I had a buddy of mine, still do, um, introduced me to Michael. And uh, so the way that I always, where I'm going to spend my time and resources on, you know, the charitable side of things is I always buy the jockey, not the horse. And uh, what I mean by that is I bought Michael Lawrence. Oh, what's your mission? Oh, Big Brothers, that sounds cool too, but I bought the jockey. The horse just happened to be awesome. And so he and I hit it off. We both think outside the box, and he wrote me in and ended up on the board and ended up being a big and ended up doing some stuff together. This was probably six, seven years ago. Yeah, about six years ago. Actually, we were uh, looking to add someone to our board who was kind of a a creative outside-the-box thinker. And uh, when Bo introduced us, I thought Ryan would be a, a great fit for our board. You know, we have to keep keep the board, uh, you know, uh, diversified. And, I agree. And, and we thought uh, we thought that's that's a great mind that we want around the table when we're having discussion about uh, important out? issues. <laughs> so how long were you? How long you, you did the board? I did service? a full term. I did not re up on the uh, the second term, although I think I was invited. But uh, you got a full three-year term. You got, you got voted asked. back. I got voted back in, but I I had to. So you did back. the four years, three three years. Yeah, enjoyed it. Loved the concept of it. I wasn't the best board member because a lot of that stuff, you get in the weeds and talk about deep stuff. I mean, we're talking about kids. Mm-hmm. And there's policy and there's national stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, let's go do something more fun. So, uh, <laughs> you know. But, but you did do something with the uh, Chiefs, right? You talked to me about it off air. Yeah, I'll let Michael tell that story. But it's probably one of my favorite things that I've done with Michael in conjunction in a long time. Yeah, we the uh, we were the chief's charity uh, partner for three years, and with that, we put together a fundraising committee. Um, and Rink joined that committee, and you know the challenge was to so we took uh, the assets of Arrowhead Stadium, so game day, uh, including several thousand tickets, the pregame show, halftime show, a chance to travel with the team to an away game, and a Super Bowl package. And we put all that together, uh, got all the suite holders to donate their suites, and then we packaged it up and sold it. Uh, and sponsorship opportunities, and, and Rink was on that fundraising team to uh, basically set out to raise a million dollars for Big Brothers Big Sisters. Wow! Yeah. So, were you successful? Yeah, I mean, we for the that's the largest single day fundraiser in the NFL, and Kansas City owns it again. Kansas City's awesome, but um, yeah, we did well over a million over the three years. We probably did closer to one point six, one point seven. Yes, set records all over the place wow. from the past twenty years to what we did, and this was unique. This was unique at the time to the NFL. Uh, no, they've been doing it for twenty five. Yeah, years Lamar Hunt so. came up with the concept uh, and just it just kept kept it going. Uh, we were able to to have some great success over three years and and add some new new twists to the to the event. So then, I believe I got to go to one of those games. It's fun, the Big man. Brothers, Big Sisters. So games. Michael and I came up with an idea on 
Because a lot of those fundraisers, you're going out and asking the same people for fifty, hundred thousand dollars, and there's only a small pool of those in Kansas yeah. City, and it gets a little old. So, Michael and I created a concept called the BIG Corporate Club, the Big Corporate Club, and the whole point was, what if we could bring a lot of smaller, medium-sized local companies together to have a bigger impact on kids? And so the concept was, um, you know, spend four hundred a month or five grand a year at the time. Um, to come together and network with other CEOs and do good, but then also harness the energy of our employee base to support the bowl for kids sake, which is a huge fundraiser and declutter, mm-hmm. um, for kids, which is a clothing drive. And that's even morphed into, um, so we've got like 20. Yeah. So it was an idea to, to get, uh, smaller eight companies together and then collectively have big impact. And, and that worked. It was Rink's concept and it, it did work over the three years. Uh, that corporate club collectively was the largest sponsor of the event. Uh, today we have 20 members and last year that group of 20 CEOs raised over $275,000 for Big Brothers Big Sisters. How awesome is that? While having a great time together, hanging out, networking. And uh, again, we, we just make sure it's a good time. And we have some assets that are available to Big Brothers Big Sisters and we divide those up and, and we, we host a drawing. Uh, where one of those uh, uh, members of the corporate club will have a chance to do something really cool, uh, playing our golf tournament or or actually go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's that's incredible. The cool thing is, so, you, it, so these are all just you know, what is a small company? I mean, when you're talking about twenty small, I'm less than CEOs. twenty. Morgan Hunter's got a hundred. Bank of Kansas City's probably got two hundred. Trust has a hundred and eighty. Purple guys have twenty. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. you know, everybody's a little bit different, but it's independently owned local entrepreneurs. I think the cool part is that um, Laura McKnight has taught both Michael and I, and Michael's done it very well, that it's okay to get a return on your investment as you do good for society. It's okay to celebrate that. And so when Michael brought the corporate club together, outside of the big impact we're having from a monetary standpoint on helping get these kids matched with a good mentor, um, like Michael said, um, They've got assets that they can hand out to us so that we can do some prospecting and entertainment to drive our brand awareness. And Mm -hmm. it's okay to celebrate that. And so it's not just, hey, write a check for five grand. There's an experience that Big Brothers, Big Sisters has brought to that group. And it's growing and it's fun and it's a breathing, living item. I love it. Ryan Rink, Michael Lawrence. Uh, Michael Lawrence, uh, talk to me about kind of where we are today with Bigs. Yeah, and 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 how how people can help out because I I'm curious to see now that you guys have gotten so much more growth and exposure and you know in the marketplace with the emails and with social media and whatnot uh, where do we stand kind of on need needs and whatnot Yeah, absolutely. You know, as I mentioned earlier, we're a fast growing agency and we have doubled the number of children we serve over the last seven years. And, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've had great success with our events. So now it brings a whole new challenge. Now there's a greater demand than we've ever seen. Uh, so as we have success stories, we have more moms enrolling their children into our program. So our waiting list is bigger than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost 500 children that we've identified as kids that we know we can help if we can recruit the right uh, big brother, big sister, or big couple for them. That's 500 kids that are, that are eager. Uh, they want the same experience that they've heard that others are having in the city. Uh, so now it's next level growth. It's responding to that need and then some. Uh, having a waiting list is, is not a, not a negative thing. Uh, it's just a sign that uh, we've identified kids who could benefit. And uh, that's amazing. And 500 people. Wow. Um, who is the, who's the best candidate to help out? 
what what are age brackets here? You talked about big couples. Yeah, you bet. Never heard that term before, but yeah, a big couple is a husband and wife together matched to one of the boys on our waiting list. You know, we have 500 kids on that wait list. Uh, about 400 of those are boys, boys mm-hmm. without fathers. So we created the big couple program to address that need to help those boys. Um, so yeah, husband and wife want to spend time together and make a difference. So it's a great way to volunteer together. And all of our children are from a one-parent family, so they've never seen a husband and wife work together as a team. So this is a chance to have the influence of that uh, uh, big sister, uh, the big brother also, and then get to see a healthy couple interact together while doing good. So it's uh, one of the coolest ways to get involved together. Do you, have, you had, a, he had a little brother, Rink? I did. I went through a different uh, – my actual brother – did the traditional once a week for a few hours for nine years with a guy named Terry. I mean, he invested my, my real brother, Bob. Um, I went the non-traditional way, um, Kaufman scholars. Mm. Um, so you take sophomore, junior and seniors that fit a certain profile. And then I hang out with my guy, Marcus once a month. So it's once a month versus every week. And then you got, you know, the big sisters that match up with the girls and you got the big couples. So there's a myriad of different ways to get involved and you don't have to do it just with volunteering. We've got a thousand ways to get involved with the agency. Very cool. Michael Lawrence, CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Kansas City. You can check it out at bbbskc.org. Thanks for coming on Grill Nation show today, man, and uh, look forward to going to one of your events here soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep, thanks, Ryan, thanks for, uh, thanks for connecting us. Yeah, I'm excited to get invited back. <laughs> you better be excited back. You better be back. I'm, I'm thinking you don't need to hang out with me once a month. I'm maybe, right maybe, maybe once a quarter. Thanks, we'll be right back on Grill Nation with more. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. I just want to chill, got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced it to my stuff. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 AM and talk980am.com. Thanks for joining us today. Always can connect with me online on every social media handle at Jason Grill and also at Grill Nation Show. Ryan Rink has is blessed us with his presence today. He's uh, with 2S. He's one of the partners and supporters of Grill Nation. Thank you, sir. Thanks for setting up the interview with uh, with the Michael Lawrence from Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yeah, that's KC. good stuff. They're kicking butt and doing some amazing things. Um, from time to time, we have our, our resident uh, movie buff in the studio, Sean Edwards from Fox 4. Movie critic, welcome to the show, man. It's good to be back, man. It's, it's hot right now. This is like Hollywood this, Super Bowl this, is right around the corner. This is why I wanted to have you on today. So we have you on uh, probably four or five times a year. You're a busy man. For our listeners who don't know you, tell us about your your, your life, man. I mean, because you have an interesting <laughs> entrepreneurial story, man. Oh, no. I've always been in love with movies since like day one or since I was like six or seven years old. Started making my movies back in the day. I'm old, so I didn't have like... <laughs> but, you, but you got that I cool. Didn't have, I didn't have iMovie on my laptop to help me make movies. I didn't even have a laptop. <laughs> we had to make movies the old-fashioned way. You go get a Super 8 millimeter camera and we used film and cartridges and shot our own stuff back in the day. So I started making movies as a kid. I kept doing it all through middle school, high school. I did it in college. I uh, went to Morehouse where Spike Lee went, learned from some of the best. I had his cinematographer teacher, his screenwriting teacher. Uh, just what happened, I minored in journalism. So when I got my first real job, started off in print. I wrote about movies, mm-hmm. then ended up on television talking about movies. I've been entrenched in the industry for a long time. It's a lot of fun. Um, I still produce, too, though. Like you know, I work on Fox 4 News as a film critic, but I also work out in L.A. for a couple of production companies. Uh Got a couple of TV show projects in the works. Got a couple of film projects in the works. Uh, Co-founded the uh, 
African American Film Critics Association. We just had our big awards show out in L.A. this past Wednesday. So I stay pretty entrenched. I'm back and forth between KC, L.A., New York, sometimes London, just doing all things movies. Traveling a lot. Yeah, but, you know, I'm traveling for work. Yeah, I know, right? I'm trying to stay relevant. I'm trying to stay, yeah, totally an entrepreneur. I'm trying to stay relevant, using all the new media platforms to do a lot of different things. Um, Big on YouTube. Got a lot of stuff going on on YouTube with my partners over at Black Tree TV out in L.A. We just signed a deal with Revolt TV. Um, yeah, I, I turn, I get, I get on, Twitter. I get on uh, Sean's Twitter page, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, look, he's uh, he's interviewing Leonardo DiCaprio." Well, I need today. to start following this guy. Oh yeah, yeah, you need. Yeah, to I try follow to do Sean. some fun. I do. I try to do some fun. S. Edwards KC on Twitter. I try to do some fun stuff, and I'm also I'm in I'm in the mix. Um, you know, I'm the director of the Kansas City Jewish Film Festival. Mm-hmm. We're wrapping up. Our final three days. I'm, I'm, I'm covering all aspects of film. I mean, I love movies, man. I, yeah. I love any and everything about movies. So that's why I love award season. Academy Awards are coming up. I love it. Sean, love Sean it. we'll love get into it. that in a second. I, I just am curious. Um, so you, you do in the, you, you see a movie, right? Right. Tell, tell me about how the interview stuff works when you, when you interview this a lot around the movie, around the so promotion. What do you mean how, what do you mean how it works? So, like so, actually so, how it so, works works so, when I show so up. So Deadpool, or? let's just, let's just think of a movie oh, that's okay. out now, which we'll get into later. Deadpool oh, cool. comes out. Ryan Reynolds is the star of the show. Right. 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 You, the media does, there's a, there's press time, right? It, it, yeah. And because, um, you know, I work at Fox 4 News, WDAF and WDAF has a long history of covering movies and entertainment. Uh, a guy by the name of Doug Moore did it for like 30 years before me. So he's sort of like, he's the guy that set the table. Mm-hmm. So when I showed up, like the plates, the forks, the <laughs> knives, the cups, the wine glasses was already there. Mm-hmm. So WDF has a long history with the movie studios and covering movies. They've been consistent. They've done it for a long time. So what happens is when a studio releases a movie, you know, they'll call us or send us an email and say, hey, you have the opportunity to interview so-and-so and so-and-so. And so then we go back when we have our production meetings at Fox and figure out, you know, do we want to, you know, Denzel has a new movie. You know, how can we, you know, put that on air? Julia Roberts has a new movie. Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. has a new movie. You know, you, and we figure out the strategy behind it. Because the studios, they ask and give us an opportunity. Then we say, yes, we want to do that. Sure. Or no, we sure. don't. And then, you know, 99% of all the interviews take place in L.A. So I fly out and, you know, you get an itinerary when you need to show up and, you show up when it's time for you to do the interview and, you know, generally the star is there with their manager and their publicist and somebody from the studio. And, you know, I've been doing it long enough now. I mean, before when I first started, you know, you walk in the room, they introduce you. Yo, this is Sean Edwards from Fox 4 News in Kansas City. And, you know, you shake hands, talk for a couple <laughs> of seconds and sit down and do the interview. But I've been doing it for a long time. So now a lot of people recognize, like, hey, it's good to see you again. What's up? How you been? You know. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been you, doing it for so long. Yeah, yeah, now they know Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, you develop relationships with certain people. Like Denzel Washington's real cool because his son went to Morehouse where I went to school. So then he, he's you know, in Ballers, he, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to play football down there, and I played football for Morehouse. So you know, you you share you know conversations back and forth. You find out how people are doing or like Matthew McConaughey is is a real good friend of mine now because back in the day he did a press tour here in Kansas City for a movie called Sahara. Remember that? And he came up with the idea. He wanted to go from city to city in an RV that he actually drove himself. He got to Kansas City and loved it. So a bunch of press went up to Platte City. City. Yeah, because yeah. that was when I was yeah, in politics, yeah, yeah. man. They went up to Platte City. I remember, to I, remember I had invited yeah. to that premiere <laughs> yeah. back in the day. So we went up to Platte City to interview him, but he decided to stay for a couple of days. So they, you know, he pulled me aside and was like, yo, keep it on the low. Come back out, 
hang out. You know, I go up there later on that night. He had made friends with a couple of his neighbors. You know, <laughs> it cooking. sounds like Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Keep right? it on the low. Come out to Platte City. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it. He's like, keep it. it on the low, man. You know, so we go out there. You know, we grilling steaks, sitting How back, cool drinking some PBRs. They, Doing all things Matthew McConaughey. I kept my shirt on, you know. He's, he's barefoot. He's like barefoot with shirt off. He had met this dude from North Carolina who was at the uh, at the RV park. This guy named Grubby. So we go fishing and just hanging out. So now every time I, see, you know, we cool, man. You just yeah. you develop relationships. You know, you sure. develop relationships with people. You know, you end up doing like a lot of fun stuff with them. So it's it's a little different now, but yeah, it's all structured and set up. And we we try to figure out what works best for our, you know our viewing audience. If, if you're flying Fox out Sports. to L.A. on uh, L.A. at any time on a weekend or during the week, you're probably going to see Sean on yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, flights. Out, he's he's literally soon. on those flights. What's our airline of choice? No, nah, man, come on, the number one airline in the world. Southwest. Ah, baby. Southwest. <laughs> Southwest. I go out of my way to get on that airline. Man. <laughs> I mean, if, I, if, I, if I was, I mean, I fly Southwest so much. If I was a rapper, my name would be A1. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, okay, so we'll get into the Oscars in our next segment, but let's talk about movies that are out now. Oh, uh, the current stuff. So I'm it's very. Be a quick conversation. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this Deadpool phenomenon. I have, I have looked, watched these promos. I have no idea why this is popular. I do not do understand. Mean? It looks terrible to me. I'm going to get you two tickets to Comic-Con so you can catch up. <laughs> then you'll know why. I mean, I know we have fans of comics, no, one, but I've no, never heard word. of Deadpool. One. Nobody's two, I watch it. Guy. I'm like, well, hold is on this now. humor funny? Remember is now. this humor you gotta good? you got to remember now. One word sells this. Marvel. Because you got to remember back, back in the day, there was this Marvel movie that they decided to green light and bring to the big screen based off the comic book called Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Remember at the time Iron Man came out, nobody had heard of Iron Man or even cared about Iron Man. Iron Man was a little known character that no one really cared about. Robert Downey Jr. brings him to life. Bam. Box office smash. Box office smash again. Box office smash again. Same thing with Deadpool. You don't need to know the character. The brand name is carrying this thing. It's a Marvel product. Remember, nobody knew the characters of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. How many people were really, really deeply into Guardians of the Galaxy? That blew up. I mean, how many Marvel characters right now are out hot. there I mean, that yeah. I don't know about? I, don't I, know. I, I got, Stan, what I I got Stan Lee's number. I got, He's I, coming I, to KC, by the way. I mean, I've you got, just, I've got, I've, I collected baseball cards, man. man there's I, a I'm so far behind You could so, just make up characters, nah, and nobody man. would ever know. Like, oh, this was from 1942. No, how no, do you no, not know Marvel. You know Marvel's winning. Oh, DC Comics. Is that Batman? Batman Superman? Yeah, DC's Batman Superman. They're not really relevant right now. Oh, they got a movie coming out though, yeah, right? No Batman vs Superman. Uh, ben Affleck's uh, over at trailer, the All Star Game trailer. in Toronto. I'm that. Tra- I, I don't like. I don't. I don't like it either. That trailer looks terrible. Are you talking about the Batman vs Superman? Oh, I don't. Terrible. I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to see them terrible. fighting. Well, I don't even understand how the Batman. Christian, Christian Christian Bale was, looks was the high note for me. Once that was John shutting her down. No. So okay. So talk. It's like nine terrible. They're away with Ant Man, man. I love Ant Man. What? I love that man, Paul Rudd. Great movie. You know you winning like it. Like if Marvel was an NBA team, they getting away with winning with their twelfth man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> like so Sean, they don't so, even need Jordan anymore. So, so Sean, you know Spider Man's the Jordan of Marvel. Spider Man ain't won in a minute. Marvel's still hot. Yeah, you're right. That's Marvel's good point. hot, man. Um, Zoolander, <laughs> Zoolander oh, two. Man. So I, I I told this to Mark off air, but when I was man. in law school, first year law student in two thousand one, when it came out, loved it. Right, but in the movie theater, we dressed up as Hansel and Zoolander for Halloween next month. Nobody knew who we are. We were. 
Next year, everyone was dressing up. It was a huge DVD hit. It was right? a DVD, yeah, because it was a, It wasn't really that big a hit at the bottom. It was right. just an okay. It was a like forty-five movie. The first million. Okay. They, they made like forty-five million, I think. Yeah, total. That wasn't even hot back in the day. So I <laughs> love wasn't. that. I, I I love Zoolander. I've always had. I so I was hilarious. waiting, waiting, waiting for the sequel, and now it has came out and it's getting that, bashed by critics like you. That, well, have you seen it? No. But I, I'm gonna see it. It's bad. Why the did for, it take 15 years for it to come it, back? One of the one, I read nah, this and I, I tweeted this. Yeah. Uh, there was a death. Uh, one of the writers died that wrote the first one. So Zoolander. So he got, <laughs> <laughs> the New York the New York Times wrote an article. I guess about when it. you're a critic, you can just it's say so terrible bad. nine times. No, no, like, no, yeah, no, you can tell. No, no, I love but, it. no, no, no. But you have to have an opinion. No, no, but I, I can back it up. I mean, but you I know, know selling like, you like the first but one. But all they Sean. did was all they did was like populate the thing with cameos. Like mm-hmm. it, it wasn't there was no story structure. The jokes were like the first movie wasn't really that funny. Yes, it, like, it was. No, no, it wasn't. The first movie it was it was a big deal way after the fact because. It had a couple quotable lines that people ran with. Like it was the cool thing for guys to kind of do at the bar to impress girls it, it was by funny, dropping man. Zoolander jokes. It was funny. But that's I, only it, I love it. That, whole, first, nobody, that first scene where they're where they're at the award show is just I'll never forget. I mean, the movie's best Donald known. Trump's in it too. I mean, who yeah, yeah. knew? The movie, the movie Zoolander's best known for for. Dude, Bart the cult. It's, the cult. It's, it's got this cult thing, and then it, it just had a bunch of so girls Zoolander making that too. duck face. So Zoolander on, on, on Instagram. <laughs> So Zoolander Two is is I shouldn't see that. I mean, if you want, I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. If you got it like that, you, you <laughs> wait till it comes out free on Amazon Prime. I mean, if people in Flint need clean water, <laughs> you'd be better off donating ten dollars. Oh, <laughs> donate man, that, your money to Flint. Is, don't don't go, see to, man, go see Zoolander. Just, man. They're, just crushing, they're crushing me. Uh, Sean Edwards, Fox Four movie credit. We're going to come back after the break. <laughs> talk about the Oscars and some movies we should go see. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill here on 980AM and Talk980AM.com. I want to thank some of our partners and co-hosts and contributors of Grill Nation. Trust, Bank of Kansas City, uh, John Kenny Hertz, Andrew Bash, Danny Pfeiffer, Ryan Maybe, Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. Ryan Rink's in studio today. It's been fun. Dude, it has been. We're going to do it again fun. soon. I like this cat here. Oh, yeah. Sean Edwards. Sean, <laughs> Sean Edwards. Edwards. He's funny. Fox he 4 movie like. critic. Uh, he's also a serial entrepreneur and has a bunch of different things he's done. Sean, okay, so the Oscar, The reason I originally scheduled this interview <laughs> right. with you a few weeks ago was about the Oscars. We've seen you. I've seen you nationally. You've been getting some national press talking about it. Um, what What's going on right now? What's the sentiment in Hollywood right now about the Oscars? Oh, man, it's crazy right now because, uh, you know, the, the big thing right now is the, the whole lack of diversity. So everybody's trying to figure out, you know, why is there no diversity? How do we create diversity? What went wrong? What went right? Everybody's up in arms. Everybody has thoughts and ideas. So it's actually one big mess of a, of a deal. So this, this year's show on February 28th is going to be really interesting to watch because you do have that whole lack of diversity issue, but then you have Chris Rock, who's black, hosting, and the show's hmm. actually produced by one of my good buddies, Reginald Hutland, who's producing the show. So, I mean, you got some interesting dynamics going on. So, at the very least, it's a fun watch. I'm, I'm just confused as a, 
as a, as a black person, I'm confused. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know if I'm supposed to boycott. Am I supposed to watch and support? I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. And then, well, you know, everybody's asking me for solutions, what they should have done. I'm, but it, what, well, so who's they? Why didn't somebody make a, a movie that was more diverse? Well, they, well, that's part, well. Here's here's the deal. There were that was or part of the bad? problem. No, they weren't. That was another part of the problem. There, there were a lot of great movies that had diversity that a lot of people felt got overlooked, and a lot of people are blaming the membership of the Academy. They're like uh, six thousand yeah, two hundred members, now. and they like they all slant one way. So they're trying to figure out some of them don't even watch do, the movies. How do you incorporate more inclusion? There's some people who don't watch the movies, or they have certain bias towards certain types of movies, and you know it always seems like the people who get nominated, especially in the front of the camera categories, always tend to be white, and then there's not not enough minorities working in below the line jobs, you know, the president of the Academy is actually a black woman and she's trying to figure out what's going on. It's like one big but mess. Is it, what, what do you say to this, this argument, Sean, that there weren't any, there weren't movies the last two years that were recognizable. Oh, that's not true. Because in the that's past there has been a lot of diversity winners. In my opinion, uh, not so, we're talking nah, about your boy Denzel, I say, and I wouldn't say that. If you Jamie Foxx has won Oscars. Yeah, but I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say that. If you run the numbers, it's still really skewed. You're still talking like 98 percent of the time. No, so I mean, yeah, I trust they, they him. Be, so, Sean, no, let me ask you this: better. It's who, just, who, who, would, who, who do you think was deserving this year of a nomination? Oh, we'll find it in the big categories. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, it might. Now, I don't want people to get all up in arms. This is just my opinion. I definitely think Straight Outta Compton should have got a Best Picture nomination. Haven't I mean, seen it, but heard it's good. It's hard. To, it's hard to validate it not because it got you know it got support from the guilds, which is generally the thumbs up you want. I mean, you got a Screenwriters Guild nomination, a Producers Guild nomination. You know, it, it got it got everything but a Directors Guild nomination. So I mean, that's generally what you want to see. You know, when mm-hmm. it's a you know, so we should have straight Guild, Compton. Writers Guild, Producers Guild. That people talked in. about, about um, Rocky. Rocky should or uh, what's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Michael I, B. Jordan. I, I don't know about Michael B. Jordan. I actually thought Will Smith was better in concussion in terms of an overall performance. I thought Idris Elba was, and he's won like a Golden Globe and some other awards. He also won two SAG awards. So I thought Idris Elba and Beast of No Nations probably should have got nominated. Beast of No Nations, the movie was great. The young kid. Who was in Beast of No Nations was exceptionally strong. Um, th- that was a good movie as well. So, I mean, you so have Beast of No Nations. There are some people that could, could, could have an argument. I mean, the kid that played Easy E and Straight Out of Compton, I mean, that was, I mean, wow, that was an incredible performance. You know, so, so who, who, would, who do you have? Are there any actors that were nominated for any of these top dog uh, awards that you have questioned that you think maybe shouldn't have gotten it? No, I'm not. I'm not even saying that. I, I just mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you're not going to say that. Go through the list. No, 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 no. no. I mean, well, I let's, look at, let's, look at, let's look at let's like, look at Best Picture here. Okay. Oh man. Those, so you've got Max, uh, Mad Max. Is that's the only winner? movie I liked out of that. That's the only movie I loved out of the eight that got nominated. I haven't seen Max. either. I have Mad Max is bad. I have it on my DVR, and I'm like, I can't get into this. But no, no, everyone raves about it. Mad Max is great. I gotta watch that. Like and it's the big, on, it's the on big cable short, though. the big short's interesting. We I, I saw like that. that. Both of us saw that. The Revenant is extremely overrated. It's horrible. The you Revenant saw the Revenant? Is so no, overrated. But it's horrible. The Revenant Why is it overrated. horrible? It's two and a half hours everyone's, of a dude walking through the woods. I'm sorry. It's so I'm it's out. no story. Yeah, he's right. There's no. Everyone I mean, says Leonardo's watch the trailer my dude and that's, too. That's, Leonardo's my man. He's going to win without a doubt. But the Revenant is so overrated. I mean, looks pretty and. But the reason to win is because of all the all the different logistics, right? I don't know. They like sit out there in the cold for about Rage of Spies. Mad Max shot in the desert. What's worse, shooting in the Nabib Desert or in Alberta, Canada? Both bad. It's just one's hot. 
that one's cold. I don't understand why the Revenant's getting so many points for it being shot. Because it has star power, way. man. No, but no, no. It's got Leo. Everybody's like, oh man, they went through such tough conditions. Okay, number one, let's stop that. Every movie's hard to make. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know why the Revenant gets bonus points because they shot. Hey, Star Wars was shot in space. So okay, so. But so, no, okay, every so, movie's number one. Every movie's hard to make, and the Mad Max shot in the desert. Like mm-hmm. seriously, like film equipment and dust and sand is not fun. That's no picnic. You yeah, know? you got but, that. You got Brooklyn. You got Bridge of Spies. You yeah, got Room. Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn and Bridges. Man, I, it. I'm nothing not on Bridge of Spies. It's okay. He's giving it a shut. Down. It's like mediocre Steven Spielberg, though. Yeah, it's okay. I it's, saw that. It's actually. okay, Spotlight. Steven Spielberg. Spotlight. Spotlight. I haven't seen that, but Ooh, you've seen it. A B C D. What's the last letter in the alphabet? Yeah, see, I was sleeping. Loser on Spotlight. <laughs> yeah, I thought sleeping. Keaton was great. Heavy, was okay. heavy theme to the movie, but so you, okay. you thought last year's were way better. He, he was than better this in Beetlejuice. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, that was a great. That performance got overlooked. That's why they need a comedy category. He was great in Beetlejuice. The Martian, the Martian. I want to get one see the Martian. That's good stuff. <laughs> Is it one the Martian? He can back it up, man. Yeah, the oh, Martian. Was Martian, good. Martian. Yeah, no, Martian's good. Now, I don't know. My man Ridley Scott. I don't know how he did not get nominated for best director. The Martian's actually really good. Saw it. So yeah, Marshall, so, it's one of the few films of the eight that's actually diverse too, the in casting. So so so, so the, who's going to win best battle. picture? Who's your prediction? The Revenant. Revenant will win yeah, probably. So uh, Leo wins best actor. Well, that's, but you're, you're the coming. going to win. You're, you're giving it a little. Like, yeah, I didn't probably. like it. I don't vote for you're the not, Academy Awards. Fine. No, no, you're no, just no, throwing out vote. a prediction. No, I mean, I'm just telling you when you watch. So the when you do your prediction, let's get your predictions real quick. What do you want? Best picture. So best picture, you have the Revenant. Yeah. Best actor, Leonardo DiCaprio, the Revenant. Best actress in a leading role. Uh, you have Kate Blanchett, Bear Brie Larson. Yeah, the, no, Brie Larson, Room. Okay. So Jennifer Lawrence ain't getting it this oh, not, time? Not for Joy. No. Oh, is that I good? I don't know how she got nominated. Is that good? I want to see no, it. I liked it. I just don't know how she got nominated. I like Joy. I like what it stood for. <laughs> female empowerment. She was an entrepreneur. But Next time you interview her, she's going to be like, hey, listen, dude. No, that's <laughs> she didn't listen. Nah, she's man. not listening to Grill Nation. Although she did film her one of her first movies in Winter's Bone. Winter's Bone. Really? I was movie. a legislator back then. We got to go to the set. It was cool. Yeah, um, J-Law was cool, man. We drank beer together in Berlin. Sporting role? Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, no, Mark Sylvester Ruffalo, Stallone, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone's gonna. Get, I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, actress in a sporting role is Alicia Vikander, the Danish girl. Okay, I haven't seen that. What'd you think of that? That's cool. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Eddie Redmayne. Animated feature film last year. It was a surprise. Not this year. Inside the Lego out. Movie did not win. <laughs> not no, I was mad. Uh, this year it's Inside Out. Yeah, uh, Inside Out. And then uh, director. Uh, the big dude, short. The, the Max. Dude directed the Revenant. So the Alejandro Revenant. and Ritu. So the Revenant, man. Yeah, it's Revenant's going to steal gonna the show. Like, yeah, I guess. Mad Max might get a couple below-the-line awards, but Revenant's going to have a big night. But your opinion is Mad Max was the best film last year. I like Mad Max the best, yeah. The Revenant's the Taylor Swift for the Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's pretty popular. Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm saying. The Revenant's the Taylor Swift for the Academy Sean Awards. Sean Edwards, Fox 4. Mad Max is the Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> I've heard good things about Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I, can't believe, I can't believe a collection of pop songs written from a sixth grade point of view won album of the year, but that's another story. 1989. <laughs> Sean Edwards, S. I Edwards, broke up with KC. my boyfriend because I'm mad at him. I'll put it to song. <laughs> this and win a Grammy. millions Sean, and guys like me listen to it Sean, all the time. Yes, we do. Sean, we'll see you again next, next time, fun. man. I mean, you're the man. Have fun in it LA at the Taylor Oscars. Hate mail. Um, Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. Ryan Rink, thanks for joining me. Thank you. We'll see you again next week. Cheers. Talk to you soon. Take care.